The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. And I'm your host, Raider Greg. Welcome to our show. And guess what? The Raider Nation celebration has slated. We're ready to go. And you know what that means? That means the season is just around the corner. Welcome to show 344. It's time for the Raider Nation celebration. That's right. August 12th, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. That's at the Coliseum in parking lot B, as in boy. That's the South Lot for all y'all to know. That's we party, of course. You got to be there. It's going to be a heck of an event. You know, you got to bring the kids, the whole family, and get that experience, man. Raiderville will be set up fully, and you know that the Raiders are going to bring it. There's going to be all kinds of surprises. you got to be there. And if you haven't been there, speak to someone who has. There's no reason for you not to be there. It's free. It's for the Raider fan. you got to be there. I'm going to be there. You should be there. <laughs> it's quite an event, man. Plus, you'll be in the parking lot. It'll be just like game time. And all you people who've been there, you know, when you're in that parking lot, uh, your blood starts to boil somehow. So get to it. Get to the Raider Nation celebration. You know you got to. That's one event. And here is another absolutely must-go-to. Gorilla Rilla is getting married. That's right. To lovely Marilyn. It is a great celebration of happiness and joining with them to celebrate their marriage. You have got to be there, man. Uh, Mark had made a great effort to reach out to the entire Raider Nation. Uh, They are so pumped about this. Of course, it's been a long time, long time coming, you know, but it's happening finally. So let me give you them details. This great union will start um, in Fresno on September 15th. Check-in is at 2 o'clock, low letter than 3, at the Peace Officers Range at 7633 Weber Avenue, Fresno, California, 93722. You can get that, of course, on MapQuest. Uh, check it out. Check out Mark's uh, Facebook page. you got to check that out. Get any more details, you, you, you should get on there. And uh, as there's hotels and stuff available, he's got them all listed. Uh, you know, this, this is a very special occasion. These are two beautiful people. If you haven't met them, then uh, you're losing out, partner, because uh, this is a great event. And like I said, long time coming. So uh, we, we want to wish you all the happiness in the world. Or let's just say the universe. And let's just say the Raider Nation will be there and, uh, bringing you good wishes and good presents, I'm sure. <laughs> so be there, man. Be there in Fresno. Uh, let's help celebrate this uh, beautiful moment between Mark and Marilyn. A great couple. Uh, I'm telling you right now, you got to be there. On today's show, we will have... 
Tyvon Branch signs four-year deal. We'll hit those details for sure. It's a good thing for us, and you know why. I've got to hit on this story, yes. This is a story I found by a New England Patriot fan in a blog that they wrote. And it's uh, how the Raiders will not win, baby, this season. Uh, it's on a blog called uh, 60 to 0. <laughs> I don't know if that's good, bad, or indifferent, but the story blows. This is just one of those things I want to go over with you guys. I told you that media these days, and this time of the dark period before the NFL starts, is grossly um, wrong in every way. So this is a ridiculous story. I have to hit on that. And then since camp is right around the corner, I'm going to hit on the 2012 Raiders camp competition. Some of the positions I think that will be up for grabs. Some of the ones I think that we're going to have to be looking at uh, during training camp and see who rises to the top. We're going to hit on that this show and uh, see that and the bone line. And then we'll wrap it up, folks, with that. So let's get to it, shall we? Ty Von Branch signs four-year deal with the Oakland Raiders. About damn time. You knew it was happening. Check it out. With all of the Raiders' cap problems and issues with money, uh, there was a lot of skeptics there thinking that uh, Taiwan Branch would just get franchise tagged this season only to be revisited next year. A lot of us in the Raider Nation knew that that would not happen, and Reggie McKenzie himself said it was working. And to be honest, we hadn't heard any negative uh, as far as the negotiations for Branch was when it was going on. So you know there was no rumors about this not happening. All the rumors that you were hearing were, it's positive, it's moving forward, and there you go, boom, a signing. Signs a $26.6 million deal over four years, 17.1 guaranteed. Good for him. Look, man, this guy is one of the best, if not the best, free safeties in the league. The guy's a rocket. He hits hard, and he doesn't mess around. He's a good tackler, and he's great in coverage. What more can you ask for a guy? He's young, talented, and he brings it every game and every play, for that matter. Good for us. I'm glad we made this deal happen for two reasons. One, it's good for Branch. It's good for the team. It's great for the locker room. Think about it. Here you have a new regime, new ownership, uh, new management, and they're going to make a statement that if you're a good player and you play hard for this team, we're going to keep you and we're going to pay you. But you have to show that you have the skill, the tenacity, and the playing ability uh, for us to pay you. It's a great thing for the locker room. It gives hope to the guys there. that There's, there's hope there that they're going to get paid. They're going to be able to hang around in Oakland. This is a franchise that's going places. Uh, it's a really positive sign. It's a good sign for us. Branch, who's always a pleasure to watch, especially when he hits it for the tackle, man. The guy is tenacious. This is the kind of player Reggie McKenzie wants. He's a quality guy. He stays out of trouble. And, you know, we want to keep him. So I'm glad we got this guy signed. It's very, very important that we keep him. And, and also, the second thing was to free up cap room. Now we have the ability to go out and pick up someone else. I mean, there's several players on the list. You know, we've been 
hearing about Cedric Benson for a while, and we couldn't afford him before this. I'm not saying we're going to get him because there's a lot of other players we could pick up, some linebackers. We need defense, really. Um, but Cedric Benson, on that note, you know, he is an attitude, and he is a lot of off-the-field issues. I just don't know if Reggie McKenzie's going to bring him in. I'd like to see it happen because we do need a bulldog there. I don't know if Goodson can make it, but we shall see. One thing is for sure. I'm glad we got the signing. And most importantly, he's glad he got the signing. And he's been tweeting all over the place how happy he is to remain in Oakland. Uh, the fans are happy. And you know what? We need this type of player here. And we are pumped that he's here. Now we can move on to other aspects of the team. Uh, we don't have to worry about this so much. We have some room. If we have to make a move, we can make a move right now. And that is all I have to say about that. Well, 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 another load of crap hits the internet. Go figure. The Raiders just won't win, baby. Please. I've been telling you guys, I've been telling you guys that during this time of year, there are all kinds of funky stories that really don't make any difference, that are ir irrelevant, that are just a bunch of... And this is one of them. Straight out of New England from the 60 to 0 blog, originating from, of course, New England, talking about how the Raiders have no chance this season to do anything. You go on to read the article, it substantiates itself by saying, oh, Las Vegas has the Raiders at a 70-to-1 chance of winning the Super Bowl. Well, go figure. Um, you know, <laughs> never ceases to amaze me how they, they can take anything that's possibly a negative and turn it into a super negative. Uh, they go on to say how Carson Palmer is fragile as well as D-Mac and how neither one of them is going to make it through the season. Um along with our defense, as horrific as it was last year. It's going to be worse this year with the things that we've had happen. Uh, here is someone from the East Coast uh, with an East Coast attitude, not knowing a damn thing about the Raiders. They haven't paid attention to the camps. They have not paid attention to very much. Reading this article made my blood boil so much that it also it sent me to laughter to a point where I was like laughing. It's so ridiculous. Well, when you read things like this, Ritter Nation, you know I know you're not going to buy into it, but just don't get upset because these buffoons are everywhere, and this prediction is horse crap. And you know what? You just have to know the team, and which you do, and you have to know where we've been, which you do, and you got to know where we're going which you also know. So don't put any credence into the news stories of this time of year, because I've said it before. It is, well, to coin a phrase, some bullshit. And that is all I have to say about the 60 to 0 geeks.
the 2012 Oakland Raider training camp is just around the freaking corner. That's right. July 29th and 30th. That's when guys start checking in, getting weighed in, the physicals. And then it's on like Donkey Kong. And uh, we're going to be there. (laughs) Believe it or not. Well, before that happens, we're going to look at right now some of the competition in some of the spots we know and love. And what's up with that? Of course we know who the quarterback's going to be. It's going to be Carson Palmer. And you have Darren McFadden, uh, Tyvon Branch. You know, he just got a great contract. You know, those places are... Pretty solid in the you know place. Richard Seymour. I go down the list. Sebastian Janikowski. Uh, some of the p- positions, like all the rest, <laughs> are open for grabs. Let's look at right tackle. The Raiders have had a tough time at right, ta- right tackle for at least a decade. I'm tired of seeing it myself. Khalif Barnes, the penalty machine, really? I mean, how many false starts could this guy make last year? Too many. And Cornell Green, Kwame Harris, neither one of them were much better. And Joe Barksdale, who actually was in and out last season, was nothing really to, to be happy about. I am so happy. That's why when they drafted Tony Bergstrom, I thought they finally figured it out. I believe he will be in that position. I think he's going to be solid piece in that position. And with the new blocking scheme that we have and the new coaching staff, I think they're going to put him in there. Now, I am sure that it'll be an improvement because Tony Bergstrom is the kind of guy that I think is going to make it happen. We'll see in camp, but I'm going to put my money on Bergstrom because I think he has everything it takes to take this position away from the other guys I just mentioned. Yeah. Now, backup quarterback you think is pretty much set in stone with Matt Leinart. But Terrell Pryor's been making a push. I mean, push every which way, including the media. I wish this guy would shut his pie hole and just continue to work hard. But, you know, that guy's trying to make some waves because he needs to be considered for the position. Now, there's no way uh, last season you could possibly even put him in that mix. But listen, Matt Leinart had some issues. He's not really been proven out there. However, I think that that could be a part of our season that is very, very critical. Carson Palmer goes down, Matt Leinart's going to be the guy. And uh, I'd like to see him do it. But Terrell Pryor, like I said, is very hungry. And he's really pushing hard to make it so. He had a hard time last season. Uh, No training camp, nothing. He was also suspended for five games. Um which is another character issue I need not go into. But he could possibly push for that second position. We'll see in camp, uh, but there's a whole lot of rumbling and bumbling that he's going to make a run for it. I'd like to see it happen because all competition is good competition in camp. And let's not even talk about Kyle. I have to throw an interception bowler. He is gone. Thank God. Wide receiver. We have Darius Hayward Bay, who's made great strides in the last two years. Denarius Moore, the machine, and Jacoby Ford. Now, they're our most dangerous wide receivers. They have had some insane, insane plays that we have all loved and, you know, love seeing. Now, we have Lewis Murphy and Eddie McGee, who we kept last season because actually he's a pretty good receiver. 
And then we drafted Jerron Kreiner. Watch for him to make a push to be up in that first slot because I'll tell you, in situational downs, especially in the red zone, I think Jerron's going to be our man. Uh, he's shown it so far in the camps that we've had. We'll see some more coming up in this camp, but I really expect him to be our red zone threat. Um, him and Moore both would be great because they can catch these crazy balls out of nowhere. They're very athletic. Kreiner has like a 37-inch leap. That's crazy. And, you know, his last year in college, we're talking about his year before his last was 82 catches. His last year was 72 catches and 32 touchdowns. That is nothing to laugh about. I think he will make a big push, and it's good that we have these young, talented wide receivers that nobody else knows about or nobody else cares about. This is one of the nice things about our team. I think we're going to surprise a lot of other teams along the way. Now, a backup running back. Yep, we lost Bush. Bush provided a big push up the middle. His beast running style is something that we need to complement Derek McFadden's, uh, you know, quickness, his speed, and his ability to escape and elude. Now, I'll tell you what. Taiwan Jones has put on some weight, and he's not that skinny little kid that he was last year, as well as... A guy, another rookie that came in and didn't have a camp. Didn't have training camp. You know, a lot of the guys from last year are going to show such huge improvement this season that to say that they're not going to be any good like these morons say on these blogs is just ridiculous. Every player in the NFL that has this season, uh, the season that we had this year, as far as the uh, camps and being able to work their way into the program, is such a huge benefit. You cannot discount Taiwan Jones, and I wouldn't. Mike Goodson is another thing that came along, and I think that he's going to make a run for that second spot. Don't don't uh, count Taiwan Jones out, though. He's a freak, and he's super fast. Actually, he said he was the fastest guy on the team, and you know he's getting heat in the locker room, which is pretty funny. Now, I said Cedric Benson could potentially join the Raiders. He could. Uh, there's a lot of issues, like I said before. Uh, he does have some personality defects. Reggie McKenzie knows about them, and I don't know if they're ready to take on something like that. Uh, but uh, we certainly need a bruiser. I don't know if Mike Goodson can make it. We shall see in camp, and we shall see if we pick up anybody else on the offensive side. I don't think we're going to. I think we're going to stick with defense if we pick up anybody else. But that possibility lingers out there. Okay, now cornerback. We have really had a big change in our secondary. Ron Bartell and Shante Spencer seem to be the two guys leading the parade. Now Stafford Route's gone, yay. And Chris Ronson's gone, yay, because he was a band-aid. Demarcus Van Dyke and Chim D. Chiqua, who I like to call Chimichanga. <laughs> They both had great potential last year. Actually, both of them had the speed, and they stuck right on the receivers. They just couldn't get their hands up, and their timing was way off. Yet another victim or victims of the lack of camp time. These two characters I see as doing very, very well and really challenging Bartell and Spencer for a first slot. 
Uh, these two guys are good, and they're fast, and they're talented. And if they can get their timing down, they can learn. Watch out, because our secondary will be a lot better than people think. Ron Bartell, who they counted out because of his neck injury, seems to be playing at full speed, all guns blazing. If he can do that, this guy is a talent. Shante Spencer's no joke either. I think that we are in the right place at the right time with the right players in our secondary to really develop this part of our game. And I'm looking forward to seeing these guys in camp because it will just continue to get better and better. Now let's hit on linebacker. Well, you guys already know that there's some issues with our linebacking core. And mainly, <laughs> Rolando McLean. Oh, Rolando, get it together, my brother. He still has this issue hanging over him, and it's going to be an issue, and we might even have to replace him, which is something that I'm sure the Raiders are prepared to do. Uh, he has had a lackluster appearance as far as the Raider is concerned, and that could be the defensive scheme. I'm going to blame that on the scheme because brainless man, well, didn't have a brain in his head for sure, and he didn't really structure the defense in McLean's favor. If we work some more 3-4 into the mix, I think McLean's skill and his ability to do his job will increase greatly because that's where he came from in college. I think with a new defensive coach, I think we're going to do a much better job with our defense in general. Now we have Aaron Curry, which is excellent. And we also have Philip Wheeler, Wheeler who uh, will play uh, a great role as far as the linebacker goes. He is going to be looking for a position too. We have Travis Gothel and Nate Burris. Let's, not, let's talk about this rookie. For San Diego State, he is a crazy gunner. He is a guy who can chase you down in the backfield and put you down as a quarterback when you least expect it. I love this player. Reminds me of Romanowski. He's got that tenacity and the no quit. I love it. Put some weight on this kid and another season. Watch out. He's going to be something to look forward to. That's for sure. And in the meantime, he's going to be our gunner on special teams. That's my prediction. And we'll see what happens through camp. But that is what I am thinking for show. Let's keep an eye on the tight ends because Brandon Myers did play a solid game when he played. He's a very good blocker and he's got great hands. He doesn't have the speed of a David Ashbury or the size. Ashbury kind of is weaker on the blocking side, so maybe that's going to be our, our, our changeup in the lineup. And Richard Gordon is no slouch either. He's a pretty good player. None of these tight ends are like the tight ends we've had in the past. But any one of them can raise to the occasion. And, you know, Brandon Myers would be a solid player. And David Ashbury, if he reaches his potential, <laughs> it could get crazy up in here, especially with our tight ends. And we need a solid tight end. Carson Palmer didn't throw the ball to tight ends very much last season. Um, so I think he's going to get an opportunity this year. And with today's NFL, two tight end sets are definitely a common occurrence. And we're going to need two solid tight ends on this team for sure with our running game. Absolutely. So that's kind of a, a snapshot in the positions. I just want to throw that out there because we will be at camp. We're going to be reporting from camp 
about what we see and the potential changes in the lineup and what's happening. I can hardly wait. I am so, so pumped uh, to be there, be interviewing some uh, some players. It's going to be off the chain. I can hardly wait, and neither should you. So stay tuned for that. And that is all I have to say. At this time, we'll be revisiting this for show before the season starts. Bad of the bone. Raider Nation, it's time for the bone line. 1-800-620-7181. 1-800-620-7181. Get on the bone line. Throw us a bone. I know it's a tough time of the year. People are moving and shaking for the summer. But the footballs are going to be flying here very, very soon. So get up on it. I'm sure you guys are ready because the Raider Nation never rests. And remember, check out www.raidernationpodcast.com. Get on our forum. Check out our form. It's pretty, pretty cool. We have a fantasy football league happening right now. Better check on that. And, uh, well, we got all kinds of things going on. Hit me up on Twitter, Raider Greg. You got it. And uh, we'll be all connected at the same time. So let's get to the bone line, shall we? Who's first on the bone line? My good brother from Vegas. What happens in Vegas doesn't stay in Vegas. It comes to the Coliseum once in a while. <laughs> Raider Steve. What's up? Hey, Raider Greg. Long time to speak. It's Raider Steve in Vegas. Uh, I got to tell you, man, I was in uh, Tokyo last week for about a week, uh, staying with some fellow Raider fans, Japanese Raider fans, whom, whom you've met. Uh, took them to a game a couple years ago. Uh, anyway, uh, it was nice to... Uh, Turn on the Raider Nation podcast uh, over there. I was getting a little homesick, sleep deprived, hungover, all that stuff. So it was great to hear a voice from home. Uh, you guys are doing a good job. Anyway, uh, as you know, it's a dead time in the season right now. No information. Kind of sucks. Uh, that's all right, though, because, you know, this season, more than any I can remember, uh, I'm just kind of even keeled. Um, you know, I feel, uh, usually I get really pumped up, you know, and maybe a little unrealistic about my expectations for the season. Uh, this season, I just don't know. I mean, I think it could go either way. I mean, I really like Dennis Allen, and McKenzie has clearly proven himself so far. He's done a great job, I think, in uh, handling our cap situation and drafting uh, promising players like Kreiner, and uh, we got that uh, receiver that un drafted free agent. I forget his name, but uh, those guys are looking good. I'm not too worried about the offense. You know, we got uh, Palmer. He'll be in the system, and McFadden coming back. Hopefully, he can stay on the field. Uh, you know, the one thing that worries me is uh, Greg Knapp. You know, I'm a little worried about his system, but they had success with the Texans last year, and I don't know. I don't think it's going to be as flashy as it was uh, last year. You know, I really liked Hugh Jackson. I liked his... Uh, you know, sometimes it didn't pay off, but he was a pretty ballsy play caller. I really appreciated that about him, and it made the Raiders exciting to watch. Problem was, was the defense. Um, you know, Dennis Allen looks like he's doing really good. I, he's a confident speaker. I think that he'll cover up some of our flaws in the secondary with uh, all the um, different formations and whatnot that he's going to call. So I'm pretty excited about that. And, uh, I think the first four or five games, the Raiders might surprise some people because 
they don't have any film on it, you know. They're going to have to uh, learn on the fly when they play us because all they've got on the Raiders is our old Al Davis run defense, man-to-man coverage, you know. So I'm thinking that might get us a couple wins early in the season, I hope. Um, you know, I I don't know, man. You know, I don't know what to expect. I, I think we could surprise some people this year. I don't see, I mean, got all the tools, man, but I've been saying that for years. God, the Raiders got so much talent, and we always squander it, you know. I just really hope that Dennis Allen can pull it through this year. Uh, but, man, it's nice to have an off season without any BS. You know, we had some um, DUIs and whatnot, but what team hasn't, you know? But, boy, it's just been real clean, and the Raiders are kind of flying under the radar for once. You know, maybe that's why I feel kind of even-keeled, you know? I don't know what to expect. Um, it's kind of a good feeling. I don't feel stressed out, and I don't have to uh, fight with my coworkers as much, you know, because um, nobody really knows. But I think everybody is a little afraid of the Raiders because they know that Al Davis and the old way of thinking isn't there. Not a no disrespect to Mr. Davis. I just, you know, the Raiders are different now. They're not the same old Raiders, and everybody knows it. So they don't know what to expect. So they're kind of shutting their mouths. I haven't heard as much trash talk this year. Nobody's talking shit. Because they know that what they didn't want to happen has finally happened. The Raiders got a real GM. They got a real coach. And they're a little worried. That's all I'm saying. I think everyone's a little worried. I won't be happy with 8-8. Eight and eight. I got to see some progress, man. Uh, I think we can win the division. I don't see why not. In fact, for me, winning the division is unacceptable. Uh, and that's pretty much all I got. Anyway, man, appreciate what you're doing. I'm going to do my darndest to get out to a game this year. I sent uh, Keith an email. I guess he's coming to Vegas um, around New Year's, and I sent him an email explaining all the stuff. So, Keith, if you're in this, I hope you got that. Um, I did send you a longer email. I hope you got that. Anyway, uh, I'm going to try and make the November game against the Bucks uh, along with everyone else. Um, right now, that's looking doable, you know, but uh, yeah, you never know, man. Every month, something happens. So, uh, everybody, uh, times are tough out there, so keep your head up. Let's hope the Raiders can uh, give us some fantastic games this year and take us to the promised land. I'm out. Well, that's what I'm talking about. Raider Steve in Japan. That's the international Raider Nation. We're everywhere. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. As far as your concern about Greg Knapp's offense, you know, I, I've always had concerns, especially since he was here before, and he was very, very poorly prepared uh, for the Al Davis locker room when he was here last time. His teams, you know, classically do very well, especially in the running game. And look at the running back we have. I think his blocking scheme, his zone scheme, will work out very well for us. Uh, he's going to have Carson Palmer rolling out a lot more. Uh, we're going to see a real different offense. I think it's going to be every bit as exciting as we did with Jackson. Uh, the only thing that's better is going we're going to win more games. Uh, we, we do have talent, and we have had talent in the past. What we missed with all that talent was leadership. We need leadership, man. And I think Dennis Allen's bringing that leadership here home. I think he's going to make 
players feel that they're responsible for a change. I think players are going to be on players. Uh, Dennis Allen has a great way of managing these teams. And leadership, you know, <laughs> leadership is the, the key here in the NFL. Uh, you know, you could get a lot of talent and have nothing, which we've had in the past. I believe the leadership is going to show us the way to a winning season. And a winning season is better than 8-8. Eight and eight, And I got to agree with you, my brother. Thank you for the call. I hope you make it to that game, the Bucks game in November. It would be great to see you, my brother. And next, we have Raider Chongo from Coppolopolis, California. What is happening, my brother? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, this is Raider Chongo from Coppolopolis, California. It's been a while since I called in. I did want to get on your last podcast, totally forgot, so I want to do a belated happy birthday to Laidow Davis. And Ben Davidson, of course, we will all miss the man few things I wanted to get on, you definitely hit on, hit on the uh, 49ers stadium situation. This is what i got to say about that. You know what? For those prices, I don't give a damn. Give me my dump. I'll take the dump that is the Coliseum because it's my dump. And you know what? I don't even think it's in that bad of condition. Everybody wants to talk it down. Well, Lambeau Field's, what, 80 years old? Look at Arrowhead. It's like 60 years old. They just remodeled the hell out of it. Put a couple of new screens up. Get some new seats, all that extra space that's underneath. When, the, when A's move out and all that other space, knock it out. Do bigger locker rooms. What the fuck? Who cares? Go put $30, $40 million in this thing and save us the freaking prices, man. This is going to be ridiculous. And I don't want to see a bunch of corporate jackasses selling out my seats at the stadium because then it's not Raider fans anymore. It's just a bunch of tools and suits. That's not what it is going to a Raider game. Now, I can't make it to a lot of them, but I like to go once or twice a year, and I don't want to see a bunch of jack-offs you know, that are getting their stuff from corporate sponsors or something. I want to see Raider fans. And you know what? I don't want to have, like, one of these billion-dollar stadiums where it's all sanitized and everything, and it's all, you know, done up all real nice with five-star restaurants and shit. I want to be walking through the rotunda and just yelling, Raiders! Because that is the ambiance. That's what makes the stadium beautiful. Not beautiful because it's got an arcade or Wi-Fi. You know, none of that crap matters. What you go there for is you go there for all the brethren and the Raider Nation. That is what it's about. So you know what? I want to keep the call team just the way it is. Renovate it a little bit. Who cares? You don't need to build a whole new thing. And the 49ers can go waste their little prissy pants off over there in Santa Clara with a bunch of dumbasses. And with these new rules for the Los Angeles State, then you know what the hell with them. The Raiders ain't going there. It's going to be the Rams. It's going to be the Chargers. And you know what? Those fans don't even like those teams anyway. So who cares? I'd rather just keep what we've got going the way it's going. Now, with that being said, a while ago I mentioned the Raiders need to go off the Cedric Benson. It looks like they're going to. Now, I called this and I said the reason is because you look at him statistically, there is no difference between him and Michael Bush. You know, averaging 3.8 to 4 yards to carry. You know, he's a workhorse. He's got everything. You know, he said he had interest with the Raiders a long time ago. This would be a perfect move. Go and get him. You know, I'm not really quite sure what else news is going to come up before the next uh, before the next podcast comes out. But you know what? i got to say, I am super excited for what's going on in Raider Nation right now. I mean, you look around the division, not a whole heck of a lot's happened. To me, the Chiefs have got a lot of talent. But as long as you have Matt Castle as your quarterback, you're not that good of a football team. And they've got Stanford Route, who's going to be covering some of our receivers. 
Does anybody remember 16 pass interference penalties last year, whatever the hell it was? Pick on that dude. He can't do anything without getting a 15-yard penalty. And he can't play zone, so who cares? As far as I'm concerned, you know, nothing phases me. Peyton Manning, they're saying he's only throwing 80%. I don't give a damn about Peyton Manning. I want to see what happens the first time he gets drilled. And the Chargers, they lose Vincent Jackson to Robert Meacham. Who gives a damn about them? Ooh, Matthews is going to be good. Who cares? Another running but You know what? I'm so sick of all the talk. I'm sick of all the bullshit. I just can't wait to get on the field and knock some of these bastards out. That's how I feel, and that's all I give a damn about. Like I said, Raider Nation, we're looking for a big year. We're going to look for some guys to step up and see some damn good football. And you know what? We're going to do it in our Coliseum, and I don't want no rich, prissy, piece of crap stadium. Let me keep the one in Alameda or Oakland. You know what I mean? They got so many damn names. All right. Love you, Raider Nation. See ya. That's very well said, man. It's my sentiments exactly, is that uh, they need to put a, a lipstick on a pig. They need to revamp the stadium, just throw some millions of dollars at it, and call it good. Look, the NFL has had trouble filling stadiums all across the nation, and they think it's all kinds of other issues with the exception of the cost. You can't have a family go to a game and cost six, seven, eight hundred bucks. It's just not realistic. You know, you're going to have a bunch of corporate suits there if you keep going with this trend. The reason the Coliseum is sold out all year last year is because it's a reasonable ticket price and people can afford it working, folks. Yes, the Reda Nation. We come, we, we deliver, and we buy seats, man. That's what it's all about. That's what Mark Davis wants. And I hope we don't go to L.A. because uh, I think we can sell these seats out every game. From now on, this is going to be just like it was before. Two years, wait before you can get a seat at that Coliseum, no matter what. And you're right, with the A's gone, they can really make some changes to that place. I'm hoping we do that instead of uh, moving this team. Great take on that. As far as the rest of the West, hey, baby, it's up in the air. They're leaving us as the underdog. Amen. I hope we come up and bite them in the ass. Thanks for the call, brother. And next, we have a very cerebral and passionate Raider fan. One of my favorite guys, actually. The West Side Pirate. What's up, my brother? What's up, Greg? Hey, West Side Pirate. Uh, just wanted to call in real quick, man, and Give my love to you and Raider Nation. I love I love my team. Love the Raider Nation. We got football intelligence, uh, high football IQ. That's what I love about Raider fans is they know they know football. And uh, just banging my drum, baby, for uh, for the position of defensive end. Um, as I was talking about last time, Greg, um, I just caught that news late about Ben Davison. And I happened to hit the topic of defensive ends, uh, and the call was before I heard about Ben Davison passing away. And he was, he was definitely, you know, one of the all-time Raider great defensive ends. And I just wanted to give you a brief list of some of my top Raiders defensive ends here. And heading off that list, number one is is definitely the the now late Ben Davison who passed away 
Pat Tume, Pat Tume, you remember Greg uh, was on that 76 Raiders championship team, and even in a 3-4 defense with only three down linemen, had the ability to get to the quarterback uh, from that defensive end position. You remember Willie Jones in 1980, along with Cedric Hardman, on that great 1980 championship team with Jim Plunkett's first Super Bowl victory. And then again in 83, uh, when Plunkett won that second Super Bowl, we had two great defensive ends in La Lalzado and Greg Townsend. And, you know, it's no coincidence that all of our championship teams had great defensive ends. And um, uh, our most recent AFC championship team, the uh 2002 AFC champions had a great defensive end in uh, Reagan Upshaw. I, I know you remember Reagan Upshaw, Greg, the quarterback killer. I mean, Reagan Upshaw, the Raiders, you know, in those years from 2000 to 2002, they were sometimes taking out more than one quarterback a game. Sometimes they take out the starting quarterback. They bring in the poor backup. And they'd kill that poor guy too, man. I mean, Reagan Upshaw was a quarterback killer. And um that is the position that is the that is the nature of defensive end. Great defensive ends truly can dominate a game. And, you know, that's what I don't see on this roster, Greg. Uh, I agree with what you're saying. This is gonna be an attacking defense. Coach Allen, our new head coach, is going to bring a high-pressure blitzing defense with a lot of different looks, a lot of different fronts. Uh, Granted, no doubt about this, uh, he's going to be blitzing and sending everybody but Reggie McKenzie after those quarterbacks. But the point I want to bring up is not what we're going to do because we know that's going to be a fun, entertaining, high-pressure blitzing defense. It's not what we're going to do. It's who is going to do it, and specifically who from defensive end is my question on this roster. This roster simply doesn't have uh, the who question answered of who's going to come off uh, the offensive tackle from defensive end as a pass rushing specialist. We don't have one. We do not have a a pass rushing specialist from that position. And um, another great Raider defensive end was uh, Pat Swilling. However brief his tenure, you remember him. He uh, he came in the late, the late 90s and started to help the Raiders turn the corner uh, in becoming a very competitive and good team once again. And that's kind of what we need. We kind of need a, a Reagan-Upshaw, Pat Swilling type of specialist to come in, bring that pressure along with a blitzing attacking high pressure uh scheme to answer not the what what are we going to do but who is going to do it. And so I'm hoping Greg between now and and uh, the start of the season the Raiders maybe comb that waiver wire, pick up a another defensive end and um I really think that that would make all the difference. It's um one of the few pieces left of the puzzle, and then we're good to go. Because uh, this team definitely is going to be competitive. I agree with you that uh, 
that West Coast offense we're going to run is going to be a pro- prolific. It's going to be a time of possession um, offense that keeps defenses, their defense fresh and on the sidelines, and the offense out on the field. Uh, those tend to close. Those tend to uh, lead to close games, and um, uh, we're going to like that offense. There's no doubt about it. The the issues still on this roster are on defense, and I believe the number one issue at this time is going to be a defensive end and somebody who can simply get pressures, hits, and sacks on the quarterback. So, Greg, it's been a great off season. It's going to be a great football season, and uh, go Raiders. Raider on, brother. Raider on. Great history, of course. Uh, Raider Nation does remember. Uh, some of those names are <laughs> – I haven't heard them in a long, long time. Um, but as far as the defensive ends go, you know, you remember, too, that uh, when we won our championships, we were in the 3-4 defense. Uh, we haven't won a Super Bowl with a 4-3 defense ever. So the 3-4 has been our strong suit, and I think that that is going to be the magic bullet for this defense. As far as the, the end goes, a defensive end, I think Shaughnessy will fit into that position and really bring it to life. I think they're going to put him there. He is fast, and he is vicious, and, uh, well, he reminds me of uh, the gentleman we have on our team at this point, Richard Seymour, a young Richard Seymour, tenacious and a a motor that doesn't stop. Uh, His injury sidelined him, and he was just coming on so strong last year. I believe that is a great pick. Now, you're probably going to roll your eyes on this one, but, you know, uh, Lamar Houston, as an interior uh, defensive lineman, I believe he has got the speed and the talent to work into a 3-4. I think this guy could be the diamond in the rough. Uh, I've always liked him since we drafted him. He's been double teamed. I just think he is an underused uh, asset, and he could step into that position. Now, we're going to be in camp this year. We're going to see those battles happen, and, and this is something I'm going to pay very close attention to in camp what's happening with our defensive ends and the defense in general i can hardly wait and i will be letting you know what's up with that as soon as we get in there uh we have an exciting season my friend and we are going to see some terrific football as you know and as the rest of the nation knows thank you for the call man and they are great calls keep them coming man because it's refreshing the history uh the names all the things Uh, that you bring are awesome. Thanks, brother. Our last caller is one of my most favorite people, man. I'm telling you right now, Raider Jaime, the king of Bakersfield. The man rocks with a passion that is, well, you can hear in his voice, man. He is so Raider Nation. What is up, Jaime? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. Raider Hyman calling out of Bakersfield. It's been a while since I've checked in, but I'd like to do it now on, on this uh, occasion. Well, yesterday actually was Al Davis's birthday. Happy birthday, Big Al. I know you're up there, man, even though you gave everybody hell. And uh, also, uh, Big Ben passed away on Tuesday, one of the original members of the 11 Angry Men. You know, also, I just want to reach out to the Davis and family and give my most sincere condolences. You know, I, I loved him back 
Actually, I only got to see uh, the last part of the 71, last four games of the 71 season. You know, there was a thrill watching him play. You know, as a kid, I idolized him. But uh, I'm going to miss him, man. And anyways, uh, you know, I just, it's, it's pretty, pretty fucking sad for the Raider Nation. But anyways, um, I'd just like to, you know, say those, say those couple of things for Al and Big Ben. You know, Al's got his, almost got his whole defensive, uh, squad up there. We're going to give him hell this year, Raider Greg. Guarantee it, man. With a new look defense, a fucking defensive coordinator that, that's going to bring, bringing all kinds of different looks to that, those offenses out there. It's going to be a fucking sight to see you guys. You watch. You guys got to stay positive out there, man. It's going to be a great show this year. It's going to be a badass fucking product that we put out there. You guys are going to be so proud. I know I am. I've been following it up and stuff on OTAs, minicamp, you know, rookie camp, all that good stuff. They'll be reporting to, uh, training camp here, I believe, on the 28th or the 29th of uh, July, and that's when everything kicks off, man. Man, I can't wait, Raider Greg. It's going to be a badass season, dog. Awesome. But anyways, um, you guys, you guys, you know, doing a great job, man. I love you guys' uh, work that you guys putting out to you, Randy, and everybody else there, man. Just want to... Say thank you for for the hard work you put in, Raider Greg. Now we'll be seeing you out there in those uh, tailgates. I won't miss you this time, brother. All right. So um, you guys stay stay true, stay stay strong, positive, man. Because this is this is the year, baby. We're gonna shock the fucking world. You better believe that we are gonna surprise some people this season. Uh, we're gonna surprise our own fans for sure. But we are gonna blow the minds of the mainstream media and the other 32 football teams on the planet. Uh, I have no doubt that we are going to put up some big-time points and have a great defense, much better than last year uh, in every aspect. Uh, they haven't seen this new Raider team because they are used to the old Raider team. Uh, I totally believe that we are going in the right direction, and we're going to be there to witness this camp and see the development of these young players and these young men. We have a young team a strong team we have a lot of players that are second third year the second and third year in the league that is the magic year those second third year players it's time for them to take off we have a perfect opportunity to explode on the scene and that's what i'm looking for we should be in a very good position come december so with that being said we will be reporting here from camp uh, as soon as it gets started, and uh, we'll be telling you guys what we see, and maybe we'll get an interview with a player or two. Who knows? Uh, that's about all I got to say on this show. Uh, thank you, Raider Nation, for tuning in to the Raider Nation podcast. We are stoked. The season around the corner. We're getting down to business, and I love it. I am Raider Greg, and I am out.